Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Greetings, Zogling, Wigger, and Manzer ass clowns across the bridge. Now, Zog, playing here in the open air, Coast Coast Nuthouse, we call Zog Bad Mormon Third and final, but the show is always the same that the lost and the found sheep of the house of Israel, ye chosen seed of Israel's race, ye who did hear Christ's call. Greetings. Uh, this episode number, what, 294.5 of around 700. Tonight is the 10th of September, 2015. Tomorrow will be, what, 14 years since the Zog false flag operation known as 9-11? I remember I used to get the Jupin Glob on the September 10th of 2001 was that the very first cow, with you know, mad cow, was found in Japan. That was so 2000, that was so 2000 and, you know, 910. 2001. Now it's been, what, 15 years or so? It's been, what, 15, what 14 years or so since 9-11. And folks, I didn't have a problem with 9-11. The reason I did not have a problem with 9-11 is that, hey, I knew that there would be, a, you know, another bushy war with, with, uh, with Iraq. And I knew that as a result of this war, it would eventually be lost, or it would weaken Zog Babylon. You see, none of these wars, really. Nowadays, it's called invite invade. You you invade a foreign country, and then you invite all the Mongols who live in that foreign country to come to this country as refugees. That's why we have you know had what a couple hundred thousand Viet you know Vietnamese, probably some of Viet Cong who. You know, probably since they won, they got to go to the land of the big PX. That's what, you know, that's, you know, that's pretty well what Zog Babylon does. It's invite and invade. So anyway, I knew that a war would be declared somewhere. You know, I thought, well, yes, you know, Afghanistan, but yes, we're going to have another war in Iraq. So those two wars, and it killed, what, 4,500 Zog Jukes? More than that, really, because, you know, towards 2004, 2005, in order to make the pretend body count less, what happens if you got your arms and legs and nuts and, you know, head nearly blowed off here to where you were going to die? They would fly you, they would fly your half-dead carcass to, uh, say, Ramstein uh, Air Force Base in Germany. And then what they would do is they would decommission you. They would decommission you, sort of like a sort of like a battleship or a destroyer or an armed missile frigate ready for decommission decommissioning. So they would decommission you. And then as you know, then what they would do is that hey, 
if you died in the uh, if you died during the when they tried to save your carcass and they didn't succeed, why? Hey, you know nobody nobody was killed here. However, the the actual body count is lower here. But you got to realize is that in this you know in this particular war, you have about half your head blown off. Half your head blown off, not just arms, legs, nuts, whatever. You have half your head blown off here, and chances are if you get to a place which will breathe for you, they'll be able to stabilize. So, hey, you have a whole bunch of people. They've been blown around sort of like wily Coyote and one of these uh, Roadrunner, you know, Roadrunner movies. You've been blown around here, and essentially he's looking like a little accordion here or something like that. He's messed up. So he's been, you know, he's been, what, five or six IED, you know, attacks in the last four or five days. And Are you all right? Well, yeah. And then he goes home. You know, after going ahead and killing these here little brown people, women and children, what have you. And as a result here, why he's messed up and he, well, he takes, his, uh, takes a uh, gun and, you know, eats the gun. But it doesn't really count because guess what? It didn't occur directly in Iraq or Afghanistan. Anyway, both these wars were lost, and I knew that would happen. So anyway, this last Zogfall front here, now that I think about it, you know, and by the way, I'll go ahead and talk about Billy Roper. Billy Roper has wanted to play Christian Dandy. He wasn't raised in Christian Dandy. He just has had a series of girlfriends. And, folks, uh, April Gady went whining, you know, like the skank she is. I didn't say nothing against him. Oh, no, you lied, bitch. You called me a child molester. You went ahead and reprinted what uh, Rabbi Nigger Knows Think and what Nigger Lips Brian Real had to say. I mean, April Gady is just a troublemaking whore. But she, you know, she was in the, you know, she showed up at, she showed up at, uh, you know, fearless leader William Pierce's, what, Elohim City for Creatards in the uh, mid-90s? Well, hell comes to says many times, it's just like it's 1996 in the compound. But I was thinking, what with Trader Glenn Miller, he goes through all this work to pretend to be a war hero, a war hero who's an anti-Semite here, who's a real white nationalist. He's a real white nationalist. Well, guess what? This real white nationalist essentially cowardly gunned down three other Mongols. Now, Trevor Glenn Miller isn't white. Neither is Alex Linder. April Gady and Billy Roper, I would say, is white here, but essentially they're just a bunch of tarts. But anyway, I was thinking, what with Trigger Glenn Miller essentially being found guilty by jury? It doesn't really matter. Uh, they went ahead and added up the costs. The costs are what? Three times. What would be if they just simply, just simply gave him life without parole? Really? Anybody can avoid, you know, essentially a death sentence if they really want to. You know, I, I've seen a bunch of them here, you know, murderers and criminals. What they do is that their lawyer 
gets them to the nut house to where, well, hey, he might be insane. And they, the Jupremes went ahead and ruled that even if you are very good at a criminal or even very bad at a criminal, but a lot of people get killed. Well, guess what? Just say that they're a little bit nutty. And as a result, as a result, then it becomes then it becomes a matter to where, hey, you've been bad you've been badly treated here and essentially you get life without parole. And they go through they go and they sit through and they do they just do the little Monty Hall routine. Anyway, Trader Glenn Miller, he wanted to have a little show trial. And I'm thinking to myself is that several times Toward the end, he weasels out. You know, I want judge you to know that hey, if I would have accepted you know, a you know a sentence of life without parole, but they wouldn't do that. Well, no. The prostitutor, he wants to have a great case. He went ahead and put on the death row an anti-Semite. But in many cases, I'm sort of wondering what would have happened if Trader Glenn Miller would have said, "Well, guess what." I was sick, I was dying, I wasn't doing too well here. So essentially it was one last task for Zog. I was gonna go ahead and gun down these people and I had the range that if I if I put down my weapon I said, How Hitler, how Hitler, how Hitler, how Hitler, like I did. Alright, that would be, you know, don't shoot me. We're gonna have a little show trial. And folks, I believe that the it turned out that the prosecution and the judge had it worked out with Trader Glenn Miller and the Zog Department of Zogland Security to go ahead and pretend that yes, this was a hate crime. This was this was an act of domestic terrorism. Now, never mind the fact. Now about what, fourteen, fifteen minutes, why two, I don't know if they were niggers or what here. Uh, a, a, a male nigger, uh, I think a she-male nigger and a baby nigger were gunned down on Interstate 49 somewhere around Kansas City. Boo-hoo-hoo, boo-hoo-hoo, boo-hoo-hoo. And essentially it used to be US-71. I mean, before the time the interstate used to used to drag ass here. And then it became I-29 starting to Kansas City going up to the Canadian border. Now there's no Interstate 29. But way back then, it used to be U.S. Highway 71, which goes by which goes by about three, four miles west of my house in Granby. In any case, uh, used to used to have a used to have a Missouri River bridge, which it was a toll of about a dime or twenty cents, something like that. You know, to cross the you know the uh, Missouri River. Now that toll is long gone, long, 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 long gone. But hey, they like pretending. They like pretending that. Well, in case. Uh, they want to pretend now it doesn't really matter. The nigger body count here, you can have you can have ten niggers gunned down by other niggers. And guess what here? If if it's some white guy, you know, white kid like Dylan Roof gunned down nine niggers and then Chicago the next week has what? Ten niggers gunned down. Dead. Dead niggers. We're talking about dead niggers. 
and 56 other wounded, including three pig lice. Well, guess what? Why, that's a, that is an increase in domestic terrorism. No, it's just simply Zog falling apart. That's what it is. So anyway, I tried to go ahead and tell the Kansas City Red Star that this was a farce and this was a this was a Zog false flag operation. But hey, people want to go ahead and pretend whatever the hell they want to pretend. And folks, if you want to believe stupid shit, why not? Why not? You know, here's Linder. It seems like he had worked out. We're going to talk about Jews. Well, my main shift, but you've been the prosecutor, although this wasn't part of the deal. I say, well, hey, what's what's your ancestry, Mr. Linder? I mean, you have a Jew name. You're looking more and more like a Jew. You have a you have a Jew genetic disease. You're bleeding out the ass. Are you a self-loathing Jew? Come on, you're on the rope. Are you self-loathing Jew? Well, I require 666 hours to wrestle that. You know, it's a yes or no question. Just like you condone Trader Glenn Miller. Now, folks, I'm hoping and maybe, maybe I'll go ahead and talk to the, you know, send, you know essentially send a message, say, hey, look, folks, it's sort of like, it's sort of like the, uh, you know, the uh, the faggot to uh, survive this Shelby County, North Carolina bookstore thing here, which figured out is that, hey, it wasn't the people that Trader Glenn Miller was stitching because this guy was in Kansas. And there was a blizzard to where he couldn't have got to North Carolina. He couldn't have got, what, 1,200 miles through a blizzard to commit that crime, but Trader Glenn Miller was right. He knew that he knew about the two-way mayor here. Shoot, here he was going ahead and paying out blackmail money here to not talk about Peaches Jenkins or to not talk about these uh, two other, you know, Anglo Mestizos that he supposedly was butt fucking in uh, a woods in North Carolina. And essentially, Zog Babylon, just like you know, just like what happened what back in April of last year. April 13th, well, hey, I believe it was altogether worked out that Trader Glenn Miller would do that, just like it was worked out that Trader Glenn Miller with the Missouri Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Constitution Party would try to run for Congress critter or for United States Senate. Trader Glenn Miller has been working for Zog since 1976. But that got me thinking. Who was around in 1970, in the 70s? Well, the duck is. I think the duck is a Zogbot. I think the duck, well, now is essentially senior Zogbot. You know, and there's little Tony, you've got a couple of years in prison, Don Black. They're senior Zogbots, Zogbots now. So I was just thinking the old guard is dead, really. It's dead. And then the creatures who came came aboard and you know, around after Waco, around that time. You know, there was a little hiatus between the you know oh between the Fort Smith sedition trial of late nineteen eighty seven and early nineteen eighty eight. 
a lot of people, they sort of dropped out. Hey, I've had enough. I've had enough here of being accused of shit. I don't really like being, you know, fed slop in jail here while they're going for their little sedition trial, so I'm going to drop out. You know, Louis Bane was trying to get out, you know, since 1993 after Waco. He got in a little bit, but he bought some new, he bought in some new blood here and introduced me to catch Elaine here, but she's gone too. David Lane, he's gone. He's been gone for a while. Bruce Pierce. Now, the thing about the sedition trial is that you had all these people, including two Choctaw Indians, who were mad because Zog had burned down the house in which they murdered Gordon Collin, and Zog wasn't paying, wasn't paying, so they were bitching, so they get roped into. But essentially, you have a whole bunch of defendants. They all hate the government, but guess what? Can you imagine? Can you imagine what would happen if you got Harold Covington and myself and Billy Roper and April Gaby and Wigger Swill and Dale Fink and Nigger Lips Brian Rio and let me see here a few other tars here. Corn Cobb. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the carnage which would take place? You know, without any need for the big lies here, if you've got a bunch of us together <laughs> in one room, <laughs> there would be some parties probably taking place, at least at least some fist fighting. <laughs> Does anybody really believe? Does anybody really believe that there is any working that there is any working together to save the white race? To save the Wigger race by anybody in the bowel movement. Hmm? Things have not changed since 1987, 1988. I was thinking that's about the only time who anybody who could get both, you know, actual real Christian identity and essentially create tards and the Want to be wilderness here and the atheists working together. It was David Lane, well, it's not David Lane, but uh, Bob Matthews. He was murdered, you know, he was killed at Whidbey Island in December 1984. Right about the only time they worked together was David Lane working with Bruce Pierce to gun down this. You know, an obnoxious Jew boy named Alan Berg. You know, from my gear, Bruce Pierce, the you know, the Chris Sandini, he was a gunman, and oh, David Lane, he was a wheel man. You know, he was driving the car, and Bruce Pierce just went ahead and bang, 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 Jew boy, tough shit. <laughs> and they both died in prison. But hey, there's there's really no working together. In fact. There really is no working together in CI dentistry. I was just sort of thinking here to myself here, but here's April Gady. Look at me, I'm April Gady, horny as a stank can be. So here she is, she shows up. <laughs> <laughs> 
And what is she? Well, she's a whore. No, I'm not a whore. She's really more like a slut. She doesn't really charge anything other than psychic damage. I mean, shoot, you know, free, you know, free, free venereal horse, you know. <laughs> and, and here she has some, you know, two of her daughters. So, hey, she starts losing her looks here. So she tires of what? And then she raises, she raises two of her children, you know, two of her children from an Icelandic sickle here. And last night, last night, here she is whining like a pussy. And I'm beginning to to wonder a little bit about it because, hey, April, I believe you. She said, oh, you said such horrible shit about me. Yeah, look at the video. But if you look at the video, can't you see the little white board which says traitors to Edgar Steele? I despise this lying whore April gave me. As far as I'm concerned, she's just pimping out her children. She pimped out the older two here, and they got tired of mommy's bullshit. I used to, you know, I, I, had, a high, I had a higher opinion, Billy, you know, I mean, essentially until that. I went ahead and noticed, and I'm getting to that, and I've gone ahead and saved. I've gone ahead and saved this because, folks, I learned during the Hal Turner days is that Hal Turner would have some interesting shit up. It should usually be a lie. But then Hal Turner would just go ahead and delete it here. So, you know, what happens is that if you're dealing with liars like Hal Turner, what you want to do is you want to go ahead and save it so you'll have the screenshots. And that has worked out real good here with old Brian Real, old nigger lips here, called Pray for My Success here. Well, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'm going to get four hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to go ahead and get two hundred fifty thousand dollars from the NRA and all these other people. I'm going to go ahead and take Pope Marty's, you know, inheritance, leaving destitute, penniless, which goes ahead and shows the criminal intent. You go ahead and save that here. Now, think went ahead and just simply hit it from eyes, because essentially, think has spent time in prison for civil rights violations. So what happens is that he doesn't want to spend some more time in a conspiracy to violate. So essentially, he doesn't dare take anything down here. So it's still up on Fink's board last time I checked it here. You know, you have to be logged in to where Rabbi Fink can go ahead and pay attention to you. But hey, you have all these people here. And folks, something itched me last night, so I went ahead and saved Billy Roper's Facebook page here. And about two, three weeks ago, Billy Roper gets rid of what I call the oral robbers of CI dentistry. Tom Robb, no over on sperm fart and the rest of you, pretending he's a great Christian identity clan leader. Well, folks, if he's such a great Christian identity pastor, why do you have Meerkat Mark and Clark Downey or Debbie Downey together? They're just no devils. Is CI dentistry no devil? Well, it is with Rabbi Fink. It is with Nigger Let's Real, it is with, well, Captain Samilty Amheiser, and really with the IRJ and be smarter than that. It's, you know, it's, you know, is it Papist Preterist? Hell, most people don't know what fucking Preterist is. I explained to them what a Preterist is. It's just simply the Roman Catholic Church making shit up 
around 16, 15, 16, 19, to try through the seat to get the Protestant countries to come back and say they rebelled against God's kingdom on earth. The Protestants said, hey, we, we prefer to call it the Dark Ages. Anyway, does Tom Robb know anything about C.I. Dennis theology? No. I mean, he's about as smart as uh, Paul Mullet, who's stealing a sermon from near chat Mark Downey, which is essentially no devil, papist, preterism. I mean, if if you are plagiarizing anything from Mark Downey, that means that you don't know anything about actual Christian identity. Here's Tom Robb having for for a while. But anyway, Billy goes ahead and something happens. I don't know what the hell happened. Whether Tom Robb kicked Billy Roper out or whether Billy Roper got tired of it. But they take down Billy Roper's stuff here on, on Tom Robb's forum here. Here I am, I'm giving Billy Roper high marks for his authorship. And really, Billy has gotten real good. He's written about six books in the past year. And I have pointed out, Billy Roper was going to spend $500 for his first book, Case in the Day, to get published. I said, you know, on iUniverse, don't do that. Take your... Take your oh draft, take your draft and put it on Kindle. Go over to go over to Amazon and print your book for free. Charge at least two ninety nine for it. Get on Kindle. Select publishing. Yes, I say promise that you won't put it anywhere else for a full 90 days. And then you, once you get that thing printed for free and you're getting 70% for 299 to 999 and there's some people who want to have an actual book, then you move it over to Create Space, and they publish it to order. Which is why I told Harold Covington, uh, well, I told Harold Covington's, right-hand man that the other day here because his books weren't, you know, kicked off with Kindle. So it says, hey, that means that American Express, you know, or sorry, Amazon has, hasn't kicked you off here. So, hey, just go with Amazon. You know, print to order here. Don't go with iUniverse. Don't go with Lulu. Don't go to all these other tards. Just simply go on Amazon. And Billy Roper listened to me, and he's come up with six books. God help Billy Roper here. Anyway, here's you know here's April Giddy whining like a pussy. Well, she is a pussy, you know, a skank pussy, a skank whore pussy. You're talking bad about me, and I believe you, April. So I go ahead and I save. I go ahead and save the web page. I'm thinking, should I go ahead and respond to Billy Roper? Tell me April is lying. And the answer is, is it look, folks? People wonder, Martin, why don't you take down what the Pistol Possum wrote about you being a convicted child molester who's been arrested for the third time that the Pistol Possum put up? 
And the answer is, why should I do that? All these criminals, all this vermin, thinks that, guess what? After being locked up for, what, a couple of years in hell on earth, illegally, and I went down to Granby to talk to the municipal judge because, hey, I don't like the crooked shit that's going on in Granby. It's the same crooked shit that's been going on for the past 20 years to where people get on the city council thinking that they're going to make laws and rules to be, to enable to go ahead and buy people's property for you know cheap here, and then they're going to fix it up here and then charge outsiders coming in a high price here. Essentially, that's called racketeering. That's why I wanted to tell. That's why I want to tell a municipal judge. I also want to tell him that the city attorney was a dumb piece of shit. I did that here this this afternoon. I, I was there for about an hour. I was listening to the municipal judge clipping the sheep. He didn't skin any. He clipped them. What are you talking about old times? Mainly I want to go ahead and say, hey, look, folks, what they're doing is more than likely going to bring them a rack, grabby, a racketeering investigation here. And you might want to go ahead and rein in your uh, rein in the uh, prostituting attorney because he's a stupid son of a bitch. But in any case, where was I? I you know I mean when a lot of times I get sort of you know lazy, but sometimes I get very energetic. But folks, it's just like this Putin key here. I think I think he's a Aussie poofter pedo. You go ahead and say something. All this Scooby Bay. It's not like Eli James here. You know, when I found out that Brian Rio, you know, that sword mamzer was actually Brian Rio, here is Eli James, just like a yammering Jew, goes ahead and comes up with this crap about me being convicted child molester and how I'm a Zogbot and all this good shit here. You know, put it up on November 1st. <laughs> Brian Rio went ahead and republished it four days later on, you know, on the on the stupid blog that Fink gave him here. He took it down in order to sue me here, but I went ahead and let the judge see what Brian was up to. <laughs> in any case, what you do is that you leave you leave things up for liars to get to it. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be all darling here well, some nigger criminal here, not even nigger criminals, are, well, you in here, you're, you're, here, you're in for killing your grandson. Well, no. I'm here, I hear you're in for molesting your grandson. No. Well, what are you in here for? Well, they decide they want to, uh, they think I'm a domestic terrorist and they want to profess bogus child molestation charges against me. And for now, there's nothing I can do about it. One of these days, I'm going to go ahead and skin out and geld their spawn. I'm going to go ahead and destroy their entire bloodline. There's not going to be any rupture. They're going to be screaming to die, and anybody decides what I'm going to go ahead and exterminate too. But for now, they're in power, and they can do whatever the hell they want to me. And it's up to whether I live or not up to Yahweh. You don't whine. You don't whine whatever Yahweh Deals out for you. 
what you do is that, hey, you you take the persecution. You don't like it, really. I mean, I never could jump for joy for the persecution I got here. All I could do is just simply clench what few teeth I had left and endure it. Well, so, folks, when I, when I work with a piece of shit like Jeremy Visser or Melungeon, goes ahead and posts some topica that I'm a child monster. What you do is that you don't take it. You don't have it taken down. What happens? You have, say, Rabbi Alex Wilder. He goes ahead and puts it out. And he, he puts that lie, and he claims that he's running a moral philosophy bag. No, he's not. He's a lying Jew piece of shit. You catch him out in a lie. Now, I'd go ahead and put that and say, hey, this is Jeremy Vitz and putting this here. So that anybody who goes ahead and quotes that knows he's lying, but here's old Luke McKee. You know, an Aussie pedophilter here. He's able to go ahead and read that. Axis Skanky's able to go ahead and read that. April Gaby's able to read, do that. But essentially, when they call you a child molester, that means you can call them a child molester. That means you can say anything you want about these people. And if it's true, so much more the better. So here's April Gady, whine like a pussy. Why do you never do that? Why you lie, bitch? You went ahead and repeated a known lie because you're a lying bitch. You're a lying whore. That's what you are here. I mean, shoot, what's fuck? So you, you're pimping out your, you know, your two oldest twin daughters here. Now you're going ahead and making the last one into a little, you know, into a little, you know, as you're trying to go ahead and make her into something. You're a little show business mama. A mercenary bitch. Who's trying to go ahead and make, you know, whatever money out of the moment here. You're like Craig Cobb here. There's nothing other than shit which goes every time these people, more likely working for the Southern Party Law Center, turn something into shit. Why, hey, Southern Party Law Center, you're, says you're, oh, a great leader. Oh, by the way, this Red Mike Vanderbilt, this Jew boy, this Jew boy, this, you know, Southern Party Law Center, Militia General from Pinson, Alabama, from what I gather, this piece of shit has 12 main cancers, which is migrated from its liver, and piece of shit don't have very much long to live. He's a Southern Poverty Law, you know, Law Center Militia General. Piece of shit. Critters die. That's good. Time wounds all heals, like Robert Heinlein used to say. Anyway, here's April J.D. She goes and chew pizza. Here's Billy Roper. He goes ahead and believes that, and then you know he you know, he goes gets me a message here. Well, I had to do it. Your video of her was vulgar. Really, Billy? Why don't you go ahead and read what it says on that message board? Why don't you go ahead and read "Traitors to Edgar Steele? Because that's what that's what April gave you is. Like most, you know, I mean, shit. I've known a few whores in both the biblical sense and. You know, in the non-biblical sense here. Most of the whores essentially whore because they don't really have anything else they know how to do. They may like sex here. They may like, you know, especially fat ones here. I mean, a lot of them like sex, you know, having something put in their mouth here. 
You know, I mean, have something put in their pussy. You know, they like it only second here to whatever it gets put in their mouth here. You know, some of the whores really like, you know, having sex here, but most of them don't. They're whores because, really, they don't have too much or not. And really, unlike a lot of people, you know, I've monitored my share of whores here. No nigger whores, no mongrel whores, as far as I know of. You know, and I, you, you, don't, you don't look down on a whore if you're going to go ahead and pay for a pussy. Really. I mean, you know, folks, I, you know, one thing I really hate is hypocrisy. If you're going to go ahead and sin, just sin and have done with it. Now, I've gotten of an age where no, I don't bother. I don't bother sitting here because it's just usually a, it's usually just a pain in the ass here. Except for oh, every couple weeks here, while I have the you know the Swedish urge takes over me here, and it's time to it's time to break out the Jimmy D here. But no, I'm not. I'm not a sinless man, and I've never pretended to be otherwise. You know what I mean? What you see with me is pretty well what you get. And yeah, I can be quite vulgar. You have a, you have a critter like Open Gender Mary Show. This profanity really does sound Chris right Well, I don't know. Is it? What happens is look, Billy Roper. Way back in what, early 2005, once Butler's dead, you want to go ahead and say that Rick Spray, who everybody knew was a, was a federal informant, and who went ahead and told you that he was in 2007, you want to go ahead and say that Rick Spray got to decide who filled Butler's shoes. Well, folks, I found out over the years that Butler wanted to fill Wesley Swift's shoes, and guess what? He didn't get to. Nobody would have that. But Butler went ahead and made what he could make of what he had here. I used to think, you know, John Britton used to tell me that Butler was Wesley Swift's successor. No, he wasn't. All these people come in. Let me just tell you how to be a successor of anybody. The way to be a successor of somebody essentially don't even bother. You can go ahead and make your pitch. And if it falls on deaf ears, you need to go out and do your own thing. That's what you need to do in order to be a, quote, successor to somebody, is to succeed. In case, what was I? Where was I? Here's April Gady. She's going ahead. She's pimping out her dollars. And folks, they got tired of that shit. Here's Billy Roper. He goes from, he goes from, he gets squeezed out. And I used to say that Billy Roper would have been a great leader. No, he would have been a mediocre leader. Because if you're going to be a great leader, you listen to some, what some whore tells you. And take her word for it. And folks, you know, let me just tell you why I despise April Gady. She went ahead and she had, she found some Icelander, I mean a real one, not, not a Jew like News Kike, 
peerless good man's are pretending to be an Icelander now, living in Iceland. He lives on Staten Island. He lives on an island, all right, Staten Island. She goes ahead and she fucks him, and she has two, you know, two twinish daughters. And then, you know, once her titties start, you know, budding here, they're what, oh, 11, 12, something like that. He calls them Prussian Blue, and guess what? Here, and, you know, here you end up having pedos like uh, Kevin Alfred Strom running around and putting their names on other pubescent whatever here. Now, folks, I, you know, you know, I mean, their heyday was when I was in the nut house. You're not listening to Prussian Blue in the nut house. It's not getting by the censors. I mean, shoot. Uh, essentially, they want to listen to whatever the hell you got to make sure it isn't pedo shit or granny raper shit or whatever. Because, hey, that's what the nut house has. It has a bunch of pedos and chomos and granny rapers. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is, but yeah, you, you'd have some granny rapers. You know, especially among the niggers here. You know what I mean? You know, there was this one tar, you know, nigger tart here who was in there supposedly for trying to rape grandma, his own grandma here. You know, I mean, he was a bad nigger. He was just sort of stupid. But anyway, you know, he was sort of, my, he was borderline retarded here. You know, but then, yeah, maybe he didn't do it. I mean, you know, with the retards, you never know. It's really easy to blame a retard for something. But then, yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. Who, who knows? But in any case, you know, uh, I mean, uh, I didn't hear about Precious Blue till after they had, you know, they got sort of tired of mommy's shit here. You know, you see a few YouTube videos. I mean, YouTube didn't come around until I'd been in jail, kind of jail for a couple months here. You know, this was the day. Of, you know, well, I had broadband here. You know, I think it came out in 2005. YouTube did. Okay, where was I? So anyway, I hear about, you know, I hear about that. And one of my friends, not house, one of, you know, the claw hammer here, he heard about him here. And I said, no, look. On Timbo, you don't really need to know about. I mean, they're not that good of singers. They're not bad, but they're not really good. The only thing that really, you know, they 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 had nice voices. They could sing most of the time in tune. But shoot, I mean, just because they have budding titties, don't make them Taylor Swift, okay? And I ain't too crazy about Taylor Swift. Well, my dare, she's just simply a, a liberal figure, you know, you know, essentially wants to be a little slut mag here like that Anglo-Bastiza Smiley Cyrus here. I'm not really impressed with, you know, essentially, you know, essentially sluts here. I mean, it's different here. I mean, if you are hungry and whoring is all you know, you can make you can make allowances, but essentially, if you are essentially a you know essentially a slut you know, who uses her pussy to get shit from weak world men here, like April Gady used old Billy Roper, I have nothing but contempt for you. But anyway, 
Here it is. Here comes the ice, you know, the Icelandic, you know, uh, pecker sickle here. And he hasn't seen, you know, his little skanklings here forever, ever. Uh, I mean, if Stacy was, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it was a, maybe it was a pecker sickle. Maybe it was in and out here with, with, with the, uh, you know, with old April Gady. Who knows here? I, I really wasn't there. Don't really know. But Stacy, he wants to go ahead and take his skanklings back here. I'm their father and mother is a goofy, you know, harbor nigger, you know. Uh, or, you know, Nazi whore. And who helps out? Who helps out but the attorney, as he calls the attorney for the damned, and like I called the wigger ramp, I called him the attorney for the fucked. Because you had Edgar Steele for a lawyer, you were fucked here. Especially if you were Edgar Steele. Essentially, he goes ahead, and at least he is a lawyer of sorts. I mean, really, you know, more of a tax account lawyer than anything else. That's what he was really raised in, is tax accounting. He was a CPA and a lawyer, so essentially he could probably do your taxes real good here. You know, probably as good or better than a Jew boy could. But he was not much of a lawyer. He sure as hell wasn't a criminal defense lawyer. But he goes ahead and he makes Icelandic uh, peckersickle back off. Now, is April Gady grateful for that? Nope. He goes ahead and sides with Don Polly about Edgar Steele's been insane. He might have known it. Now, folks, I'll forgive Mona Montgomery. I will forgive Mona Montgomery for saying that stupid shit because essentially Mona is nuts about this shit. Essentially, if someone helps you out, someone helps you out, you don't fuck with them. And even though I was never that crazy about Edgar Steele, he said I was batshit insane. And maybe I am. I don't know. You know, when people go ahead and ask here, you know, well, I'm a sociopath, not Shomo. <laughs> but in any case, you know, does, does, does April Gay have any gratitude? No, she's one of the ones who shit on Edgar Steele. Who helped her out? And I helped Billy out, too. And that goofy piece of shit goes ahead on the basis of the video. It's vulgar! Really, Billy? Really silly Billy. I went ahead. I don't want to make this public. Well, you look silly, Billy. I think it needs to be made public. And the reason I think it needs to be made public is essentially... You, everybody needs to know that you don't have a bit of loyalty. You have a damn bit of good sense here. You might make a fairly good junior officer. You might even make a field grade officer as long as you are not commanding men in the field because, shit, I don't care if it is Rick Spring, known federal informant, and you want to go ahead and essentially appoint him to fill Butler's shoes. And now you listen to April Gady, who has never been loyal to anybody in her life, and you're looking, you know, you're, I'm, I'm, it's part of this video where I say traitors to Edgar Steele, because Edgar Steele was murdered in prison. Folks, I've made it quite clear here that whether or not you like Edgar Steele or do not here, I have done battle with the Roy Rage retard Jim Giles, and he's going Roy Rage retard because old Trump. You know, went ahead and dissed the Confederate battle flag. Well, folks, 
most of you, you know, conservatives aren't worthy of huddling like pussies beneath the Confederate battle flag. How's that for an answer, huh? But hey, as far as I'm concerned, if he's one of ours, you know, not like Trader Glenn Miller, not a Jew boy like Linder, not a nigger nosed Jew boy like, uh, you know, like Fink or Eli James or nigger lips Brian Real, as long as he's one of us here, and even if he's wrong, you do not shit on him. Now, in the case of the duck, in the case of uh, Milton Mustard Don Black here, I don't have much. I don't have any respect for them. The reason I know is because they're profiteers. They're soft bots. Paul Fromm, he's a lying piece of shit. So, here's Billy Roper. I'm going to unfriend you on Facebook. Okay, Billy, that's fine. That's fine. But look, Billy, you need you need a keeper. The problem of it is your keepers is off bots. We're profiteers and not whores. Do you think April Gady's going to have any respect for you? She don't have any respect for her remaining meerkat. She's been reduced to a meerkat and a mongrel, a fat mongrel, a fat, ugly-looking, stupid mongrel named Ernst Scott Kelly, a.k.a. Moulter, a.k.a. Glacier, whatever. All these people, all these people I've named in that video here, be it Whitter Swirl We Lost. And plus, I, I, you know, I mean, Whitter Swirl We Lost, I believe, is a, you know, he's a, uh, you know, I mean, he's sort of, you know, partially red nigger. You know, I think he's a Zogbot. But Harold Trumpin didn't want anything to do with the bitch. I mean, shoot. Let me tell you why I started first fighting with that, you know, with April Gating was in 2011. She hangs on to Harold Covington, and then guess what? His right-hand man, or video man, Colonel House, starts making more inroads in Kalispell than April Gady does, so she turns on Harold. Now, she turns on, you know, Axis Skanky, and Axis Skanky is essentially a Mongol whore, just like she's a hybrid nigger whore. So I don't, I don't have a problem with her going ahead and turning on Axis Skanky. But she turned on Harold. Why'd she turn on Harold? Well, not for a good reason. Folks, this is essentially a whore. There's no loyalty except to her pussy. You're gonna follow you gonna follow somebody like that? You're gonna be a meerkat to somebody like that? Folks with this Trader Glendale decision, essentially it's it's done with until November. Zog Babylon will pretend that Trader Glenn Miller was a great white nationalist here. You know, essentially went wrong, and that's what they're saying over on VNN. You have another retard here like, uh, Jay, you know, Jimmy Marr, who, you know, left Georgia to follow Covington, and they went ahead and found, I guess, creativity. Found Linder. Maybe she's just gone from Georgia to, oh, I don't know, suburban St. Louis. In any case, you have all these retards, you have all these Jew boys, you have all these Zogbots. 
essentially traded Len Miller from what, 1976? Went ahead and betrayed, you know, went ahead and ran out and probably was a Zogmont at the Greensboro incident in November 1979. Went ahead and was fucking Peaches Jenkins in the mid 80s. Went ahead and went bitching, oh, I want some more order loot. Got a quarter million of it. And also got, you know, got order leak was, well, fearless leader, Dr. Pierce himself. Well, my gather, according to Heather Gleeby, the part he liked in the, you know, in, in, a, in a female was the tank here. He liked the back door better than he liked the front door. He's sort of like Dad Johns. He has nuts cut because he didn't want to have any more kids here. And, he's, you know, he's going ahead and screwing the skanks. She thinks she's going to have a kid by Fearless Leader. And then she found out that Fearless Leader has nuts cut, what, a dozen years ago. Trouble there. Trouble there. He was just there for the pussy. Anyway, here's now what character gets $400,000. And I was listening to old Lurch. This little lurch yap about Harold Covington claiming that Wigger Schwill was John Doe number three. No, no, folks. Over on Four Fags Thieves, I got Wigger Schwill to admit. Well, you're throwing Harold Covington over it. was just simply a stupid mail order list. And it was just in Wake County, and Harold Covington ran off here. That little district court ruling, I don't think, really had any relevance outside. Maximum of North Carolina. So here is Don Black. He's a big liar. In any case, I mean, you know, hell doesn't always tell the truth either. I was just sort of thinking, this shoot, Trader Glenn Miller jailed. All that's left, really, mainly, is the TARS of the 1990s. Really, really. You know, the ones after Waco here, folks, we have the senior, we have the senior officers of what passes for a resistance. And folks, April Gady, Billy Roper, a weak man. And the ones who were old resistance, you know, like Tom Robb and the rest here, essentially they're just after the money. But they're pretty well gone now. And guess what? The middle, you know, the old resistance is dead. And the middle resistance ain't worth a shit. And that's what, you know, that's what really, you know, that's what really gets me here, here. Folks, this show, this show has been about, you know, by the way, corn cob. Corn Cobb, he didn't show up until, wow. You know, he says that he showed up in 2003 here. You know, he was just simply a, you know, I think he's a Jew. I think he's 14% nigger, 86% Jew boy. He showed up back in 2003 after Pearson died. Essentially, he's been running around. Getting money from somewhere, and just like Trader Glenn Miller, causing a commotion that doesn't need to be caught, you know, caused here. Folks, you don't think the people in Grammy don't know I'm a racist? Folks, I'm the, I'm 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 the one chasing after them. 
they are not the ones beating up on me. But in any case, folks, if you listen to anything, that's uh, what you need to listen to is a shoot. There's no sense in showing your face or getting in trouble or doing anything stupid. Now, if you're going to do something stupid, you're bound and determined, like Dylan Rook, to do something stupid. Well, you're going to do something stupid. And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be shitting on you if you get your offense or you've had enough and you've gunned down a bunch of niggers or Jews or whatever. I mean, okay. I advise you not to do it here unless you are ready for your life to be over with. Plus, I'd urge you not, not do something stupid to show your face, to show who you are, to do something which will ruin your life. What I'm urging you to do is that this show is entertainment. This show is education and entertainment. That's what it is. And folks, I'm going to urge you to be educated and entertained here, but don't get in trouble. I believe that the warlords for the upcoming Great Tribulation, the Great Collapse, whatever you want to call it, I believe they exist today. And that those of you who are warlords will do whatever the hell you have to do, and you will learn, the survivors will learn, is that, hey, there is no point to mercy. There is no point to staying your hand. It's safer to kill first and ask questions later, even if you bother asking questions. Maybe you shouldn't even ask the questions. Just do what you have to do. Because you won't have time to do it here. It's sort of like, it's sort of like here I am in the house here, and I know dang well, the six foot five, three hundred pound maniac is going to attack me. And there ain't a damn thing I can do except maybe go run to my room and you know, hide like a pussy. But I'm not gonna do that. So guess what? The maniac attacks. You know, in my case, why hey, last thing I remember is all of a sudden being assaulted here and these here little you know, this, this little game of playing cards just scatters all over and the, the tables and chairs scatter and I am grabbing this maniac's arm in order to keep him clawing my eyes out. I say, oh, what soft woman arm he has. And then next thing, I don't know how long it is, two minutes, five minutes, eight minutes, whatever. Well, probably not as long as eight minutes. Probably not as short as two minutes. I come to and there's a six-foot-two nigger Name Oscar, and he's peeling me off. Turn loose of him. Turn loose of him. Well, essentially, you know, you go berserk here, or at least I do. Folks, you don't have time to be afraid. You don't have time to dick around. You don't have time to question. You have all you have time to do is do whatever the hell you have to do in order to survive. And folks, that is what I am urging anyone who is listening to me to do. Well, folks, you need to have a judgment. You need to judge righteous judgment. 
Trader Glenn Miller, drunken Melungeon here, piece of shit. Alex Linder, Jew boy. Don Black, profiteer and Zogmoth. The Duck, ditto, but more telegenic. Alex, you know, I mean, and guess what? Billy Roper, he's gone from fearless leader to Zogmoth to the Oral Roberts of CI Dentistry, Tom Rob, to now he's just simply a meerkat or a whore. That's someone you want to go ahead and think is a leader? Think it's going to amount to anything? I don't. It's weakness to go ahead and follow somebody like that. For a while, he realizes that, hey, I'm not, I don't really have it in me to be a leader, so he followed the old Roberts to CI dentistry. And then something turns up to where he's, you know, he's no longer, he's no longer under that master. So his new master is essentially a self-serving whore. And I want to be your mere chance. Well, he, she don't treat your mere chance very, with respect here. No reason you should. Look, folks, true Christian identity. You don't go ahead and you don't slurp it up. You don't slurp it up from your pecker from CI dentist pussy. You don't go ahead, you know, you go ahead, okay, here's a CI, you know, here's a CI dentist pepper here. I'm going to go ahead and slurp what I need to learn, you know, through well, inverse male telegamy. I'm just going to go ahead and slurp it through my pecker. You know, here's my here's my four-inch meat straw. I'm just going to go ahead and slurp up all I need to know about Chris and Danny from Chris and Danny Pussy. Don't work that way. There is no real deep woods dual seed liner who's going to respect somebody who's pussy whooped. No real Christian any woman tells a man what to do. Even if she's a, even if he's a fool, even if he's an idiot. In our world, there is a hierarchy and there is a chain of command. And no woman is in that chain of command. That's just the way it is. In any case, if you don't know what you're doing, you can't pass. That's why Fink can't pass. That's why Brian Real can't pass. That's why Eli James don't pass. Only among other models who want to get in when they don't want. Anyway, folks, I think I've ran and raised for about an hour or so. I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I'm going to go ahead and say hail victory. I'm going to go ahead and look at the chat room, and then I will be uh, I'll be back about maybe four or five minutes. Hail victory.
And uh, have a disclaimer.
There was some dork named Hal who thought the fibbies were his pal. So he went ahead and made a deal to sit. But he threatened judges three, a jury slapped on Hal's teepee. So Hal's gonna be my dick trigger bed. So I'll fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. If you don't obey the dirty juice command, so I'll fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebellion while you can. Long ago, a rat named Glenn ran his comrades over it again. But I gave him a bag full of Zogbox. A little juice of luck to suck. The colostomy bag's name is the Yenin. So fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. If you don't obey the dirty juice command. So fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebellion while you can. I used to know a rat named Lister, a new little Lister, who was going after my world lying right. A mob standing with no Lester, a pistol was about from Chester. Not a single one of them was very bright. So I'll go fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. If you don't obey the dirty juice command, so I'll fuck you up. Yes, I'll go fuck you up. So you best be a rebellion while you can.
Okay, I'm back. I'm uh drank the last of my Folger swill. Any case, uh let's see. I guess somebody says is that uh there's a critter named uh what's his name? Scott Roberts. Well my Gary's a fat mongrel of some sort. Uh you know, and if he's doing a show, well hey, I guess I'll have to live with it here. You know, there was another show, uh old uh what Eli goes with some stock broking stock broker named Trader Dan. I think it's spelled, spelled T R A D E R as opposed to T R A I T O R. Let me go and see what is going on. Let's see what's going on over at the Poverty Palace. Let's see. To repeat Brady Bunch in Kim Davis dispute. Okay. So then go on really at the Poverty Palace. Let's see what Andre the Nigger is up to. Looking for Andre the Nigger. Well, I can't seem to. Okay, it takes a little while. Uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, uh, that that goofhead, uh, little Bruce Howard, whatever, he got banned from BNN because Margina caught him uh, talking shit about him over on the. Uh, the Daily Spermer, and that's what that's what happened with uh, oh about three four months ago. Rabbi Fink caught him in the chat room over at Eliars, you know, making fun of Rabbi Fink and the 666 interpretation of the Apostle Paul. So guess what? Uh, old uh, James Howard was banned, but then. He did an interview with, uh, what the hell is his name? Oh, so then Packy Shanks. So then Bruce Howard, he was allowed back over on Finkel Chinese. And you got to wonder how long that shit's going to last. Uh, probably not too long. Let's see what's going on over at the Pitcher Possum Palace. Let's see. Nothing much. That's good. I'm going on to the Pitcher Possum Palace. Let's see what's going on. Over on the Daily Spermer. So, let's see. Andre Nigger is the best thing for Europe or for nationalism. Okay. Russian find over... Donald Duck the Nazi? Hmm. Why did I discover Africa? <laughs> but yes, it was under it was right underneath Marduk. So I don't see anything in there. Was Donald Trump's dad in the KKK? Hell if I know. Even if it's not true, it'd be nice if it was, wouldn't it? Let's see what's going over Oxnell dipshit. See what kind of here while we're some bitching here. Uh, Tech service Trump's white nationalist fans to spread his candidacy here. Well, 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 well. You know, I mean, right now, old Jim Roy Rage Retard Giles is off the freaking reservation because Trump. 
didn't, you know, didn't make a big deal of it here. Nashville Cuck Mew here. All righty. With the label Conservative. Well, guess what? Conservative fits. Even though I think Hunter Walrus is a Conservative. Let's see. Covering mainstream politics. Okay. Uh, well, Hunter Walrus didn't want to cover it here. But now, uh, as of what, three or four days ago, Hunter Walrus wants a sort of a Congress of Revolutionary Effectives. But guess what? You know, it has to be someone like Alex Linder or Andre the Nigger as opposed to someone like me. Right. All right. Bye by me. Let's see. I'm looking at oh. So anyway, he's interested in that here. Hitler reacts to that Donald Trump running for president. Busy, <laughs> you too. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give the YouTube link to that. Hitler reacts to Donald Trump running for president. <laughs> Thank you, Shanks News. Revolutionary defectives here. Okay. Well, go ahead, Chuck Farley. Uh, send it to old Luke the Puke. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> okay, I was gonna I was gonna look at that for a second here. Netflix. Oh. Sometimes. I've seen that here when they got uh, into four fact seeds here. Alrighty here. Uh, one of the things that came in is that you have a little Jew boy named, uh, what the hell is this little Jew boy's name? There's this little Jew boy who, uh, I'll look at that later here. Action news. Man arrested in Clay County on terrorism charges. I thought it was an old Trader Glenn Miller one. But supposedly it's a little 20-year-old Jew boy. His name is Joshua Goldberg. What do you want to bet that Joshua Goldberg is of the Tuatha Dehib? The FBI arrested Joshua Goldberg on charges of distributing information related to explosives and weapons of mass destruction. So we just try to do is make a couple of these uh what? You know, what do you call them? Uh, pressure cooker pressure cooker bombs. And I guess his daddy who presumably is a heat too didn't know a dang thing about it. But here's the FBI and there's plenty of time for idle hands. 
What's it say? Plenty of time for idle hands to get in trouble. So let's see here. <laughs> Go ahead and unmute guest number 22. I did a show last night here. Let's see. Just here for the trolling. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm an old Luke McKee. Let me just tell you who Luke McKee sounds the most like. He sounds like old John the Nutjob. John the Nutjob. John the Nutjob <laughs> said that his mama molested him. And then his dad let mama molest him. And then I guess the cat molested John, John the Nutjob. So here he is. I, you know, I want. I'm going to be president in 2012. Provisional president in 2012. This is going to be provisional president in 2016. But this is going to run for uh, sheriff of Apollo Township here in, uh, you know, in Pennsylvania. And they ain't got to where nobody paid attention to that you had. But. Uh, <laughs> He would he would announce he was going to do this. He would announce he was going to do that. But he needed to be helped out here in his, you know, seeking for elective office. You know, and that all of you, you know, I mean, my aristocratic cheekbone, you know, cheekbones requires good razors. I cut myself here with all my high cheekbones on this cheap razor here. How dare! How dare you people do it? How dare you cheap bastards don't send me no money? <laughs> now, in the case of John the Nutjob, I believe that, I don't think John the Nutjob is actually a dog agent provocateur because you, you, you see the poor critter, the poor critter is starving. He's not in very good shape. And it gets to where, toward the end, he's running out of wherever he lives to some other place. No, it doesn't seem real here. But guess what? The duck, he's doing okay. A lot of people sent the duck money. So the duck could go ahead and send his spawn to school, and then his spawn went ahead and betrayed the duck. No big deal. No big deal. So I'm looking at the uh, look at the Goldberg thing here. Rabbi uh, Trump, Rabbi Mad Dog Mortimer, 2016. What's nice? Let's see. Okay. <laughs> what you're having fun? Let's see. Go ahead and mute another tone. You know, I I really. I really was annoyed at Billy Roper yesterday. Still am. And April Gady, but I don't expect you to bear from April Gady. She'll go ahead and censor and get uh, silence, whoever the hell she can get silence. And uh, there's 20,000 or so projectiles. I'm sorry. Went ahead and sort of lost, you know, went ahead and sort of lost my train of thought here. Joe Biden told Stephen Colbert he's 
far from mostly ready to mount campaigns. Okay, well, poor old uh, smoking Jew Biden isn't ready to run for president yet. Too bad. Too bad. I don't know. I seem to have lost energy myself here. Okay, let me chat one's up. All right, I was I was I was annoyed at Billy Roper because I had a higher opinion of Billy Roper, although I shouldn't have. Here he goes from fearless leader who never amounted anything until he got what four hundred thousand dollars of order money and. He he spends ninety thousand on his farm, and then he spends it for whatever else, and he has a pretty good deal running. By the time he croaks off in what nineteen ninety seven, so so mostly I'm losing my train of thought again here. All righty. Let's see. Some of you, some, you know, I need, I need help from charge, I guess, here. I'm, I'm pretty well halfway asleep here. Uh, yeah, I, I was annoyed at Billy Roper. And then I thought, well, why should I be annoyed at him? If you're running around with a whore like April Gady, who isn't, you know, I mean, who isn't very grateful to Edgar Steele, Well, hey, why should Billy Roper be grateful to me? Back in, what, 2003, Katja Lane sold her David Lane stuff to Billy Roper. So here he is showing the see Butler Flight pictures. You know, know, see see Butler before he croaks off in uh, 2003, 2004. Then Butler croaks off in September. And here's this big old critter named Rick Spring, who has gotten in, gotten in toward the end of Butler's life, along with a bunch of other tars like Five Five Faber and Gerald O'Brien. And Billy Roper thinks he's going to help point Rick Spring to be boss over the rest. And hey, I said no, ain't gonna happen. No, ain't too crazy about it. Well, guess what? You didn't make a good choice. Rick Spring was an agent provocateur. Everyone sort of knew that. Except you. And then it goes to 2009, then Billy, summer 2009, decides he's going to retire from the bowel movement. He don't trust himself. So he follows Chuck Law, who wants to sell stuff, sell client stuff. Now, folks, I don't know why. I mean, you know, here in Missouri, instead of a client, we had bald knobbers. What bald knobbers would wear was they, they would wear old flower sacks. Instead of having a pointy, instead of having a pointy little hat, what they would have is they'd have a square hat. 
and be tied off like with little ears. And then they would take the flower sack and put old faces in the middle of it and scare the hell out of people. Ugh, Please retire. Get some of the shelves to take over the turn. Oh, hell. I'm looking at that here. Uh, by the way, Jim Giles, uh, he's, you know, he is uh, chimping out. He was chimping out over at Tony Air Walrus's yesterday, last night. He's mad at old Trump because Trump uh, dissed the federal flag at Mobile. And so he showed this YouTube video of him getting a fist fight in Rankin County, which is fine. But that don't make him the greatest battler ever. But Jim Giles won't think he is. That's fine by me. Really, what Jim Giles has here, he doesn't have political intelligence. He doesn't have resistance intelligence. What he has is he has verbal intelligence. What he ought to do is go back to calling people up on Skype and recording it. Hello, this is Radio Free Mississippi. This is Jim Giles speaking here. Are you a retard on the other end? Yeah, I am. What do you have to think about Donald Trump and, you know, how Donald Trump doesn't doesn't allow, you know, doesn't allow the uh, Confederate flag to be shown? I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. You hear me, boy? Hear me? I'm going to rip your fucking ears off. How dare you say here that Donald Trump shouldn't, you know, love the Confederate flag here? I hate Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump murdered Ivana. With Jim Jobs, with Jim Jobs, it's essentially you're always waiting for a chip out. What hell would chip out? And <laughs> old Buck McHugh and a few of his little CIA stars were begging me not to call up and cause trouble for Jim Jobs. He had Jim Jobs, he had Hattie Meerkat, and you had Mona Montgomery, and essentially. My job, my job is to get Jim Giles to chimp out. And he did. <laughs> Epic chimp out here. I mean, no busted cards, you know, you know, I mean, I think it's the most played internet radio clip here. <laughs> Ever. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Sock Puppet got me bad. Well, that's too bad. Uh, will die for as long as he can live in Greece or Asia. Stop my brown horn. Or, don't forget, tone-titted Ethiopian or Malawi niglets here. As long as they're not day over 13, maybe 13 and a half. (laughs) Anyway, they say Scott Roberts is having a show. That's fine. There anything I can do about it. By the way, by the way, it is less, it is only what? Oh, it is less than four weeks. Really? Three weeks and six days from the return of Hal Turner. 
on Wednesday night, 6 p.m., maybe Eastern time, Hal Turner's returning. Folks, I will probably be listening. I'm sort of I'm sort of wondering what Hal Turner will have to say. You know, other than that, other than that, uh, Mr. Lincoln, how was the play? Other than that, Hal Turner, you're a lying piece of shit, Melungeon rat. You know, you know, you know, partial Jew rat here. Other than that, Hal, uh, how's things hanging? I mean, I really am. I really am curious here. So, uh, folks. Uh, I'm not going to tend to have any show here. I'm going to be listening to the rest of you, listening to the return of Hal Turner. This will be, folks, I think this will be internet radio history. Really will. You know, just like, you know, just like with, Trader Glenn Miller, you know, the jury found him guilty. Then they decided to save the death penalty. Trader Glenn Miller's doing everything to where, you know, Trader Glenn Miller realizes Look at me, I'm a fogazy, horny as a stank can be. I'll gobble your cock if you're and rock. Shut up, I'm a fogazy. But hey, I'm Wiggers Will. They eat my hogs like my fellow Bill. Slap all them skanks, don't expect me no thanks. Long I do get my fill. I don't wait. No prayer. No need on stupid care. I get full from one good job. Get your manly paws on my silky dog. You can't pull that crap with a net. As for you, how Cousington. I know what you don't want done. Don't want pussy crust. I'm no object of lust. I'm just oh a fogadi. Cozy, cozy, let's be. Made.
like coal, now I'm starting to grow. Don't forget, I'm April KD. Are you making fun of me, Pat Marty? Some people are so fucking touchy. Okay, that was, I think this song's been out since, what, three years? 2012. Now, Billy Roper and April Gady had a shit fit about the particular YouTube to where I'm seeing it. But, you know, folks, if you go ahead and look, it was part of the Traitors to Edgar Steele. Uh, Edgar Steele died a year ago, more or less. Died a year ago. And, folks, uh, I, I consider April Gaby to be a traitor to Edgar Steele. Anyway, uh, that, that occurred a year ago, I believe. I you know, forget. I, I'm a little bit more awake than I was. I was, I was half asleep here just a, just a little bit ago. If uh, either of the niggers claiming the conspiracy doesn't list, by the way, folks, I don't see why. People, you know, call themselves birthers. They don't believe that Obongo was born in America. They believe that, you know, his father was a nigger. Well, his father was a nigger. His mother was a Jewess, but they believe it was a nigger named Obongo who comes from Kenya. Now, folks, I believe that, you know, the Jewess, you know, the Jewess was screwing this nigger, commie nigger named Frank Davis. And uh, really, that's Obongo's father. But well, who cares here? Look, there's a lot of belief, in, especially around, around Republican voters. Fifty-some percent believe that Obongo is not an American citizen, born of Native American, you know, Native, you know, not Native American, well, Native American, these pause between Native and American parents. And they believe that he was raised, like in Indonesia, in a monastery. And he says he's a Muslim. They, well, there's more people believe he's a Muslim than he essentially he's a foreign nigger. Now, the whole point of conspiracies, and you, know, you have conspiracy theories, although I think it's more than theory. Trader Glenn Miller was sent to do what he did on April 13, 2014. I believe that the uh, prosecutor and the judge, why they were to carry out the, uh, you know, the claim that Trader Glenn Miller was something new, and yes, he did it all and all sorts of things. Folks, I believe, I believe that uh, hey, you know, he's given shotgun, told to shoot whatever he wants, as long as it doesn't look Jewish, and as long as it's out in the parking lot, don't go into Old Kike's home, 
they cause trouble there. And then when you, you know, then when you have dropped your guns and you're disarmed here, say how Hitler, how Hitler on the grass and essentially wait to be arrested and you won't get hurt. That's what Trader Glenn Miller did. I believe the prosecution and the judge was in on this shit. All right? But hey, there's plenty of ways to escape, well, escape uh, all sorts of things. All right? Anyway, you know, folks, uh, I don't believe it was conspiracy theory to claim that Trader Glenn Miller got permission to do what he did. Now, as far as these conspiracy theories, hell, believe what you want. Folks, what you believe, what you believe, you know, what you think is truth is a function of what side you're on. Now, I don't believe, you know, I don't need to believe the police are brutal and that they need to destroy they and the families. One thing that I was seeing, you know, down at the city council meeting Tuesday night was whining about, you know, you're, you, know you're, you have four officers here, and I've seen the four officers, and they're scared for you, and you are coming out of your off time here to back them up. I'd like to thank you, Chief of Police Kelly. All right, fine. Essentially, you have the pigs who are scared. They're going to be gunned down by niggers. They really do. Scared to death that pigs are going to be gunned down by niggers. All right. I would say that's not conspiracy theory. The other day, the other day, you know, I was listening to you know, Ashkenazi Broadcasting, you know, network. And folks, I, I keep, I keep one, you know, I, you know, I have a, I have a, uh, what, cable, you know, a cable TV subscription. But I also have local news, you with an antenna. I have a little box that, you know, records it onto a, you know, onto a 32 gigabyte little, you know, what, what do you call it, one of these thumb drives here? I bought them for seven dollars. Uh, what? Oh, from Amazon for Black Friday, whatever. So I go over to the Ashkenazi Broadcasting, you know, Corporation. Roxy listens to it. Where I'm cooking up her supper, Ash, you know, Roxy's supper. And yesterday, we were saying is that they had eleven of these gun downs. Well, I call them gun downs. Call them mass attacks here by. You know, by nutty killers here, something like that here. Uh, shoot, you had what? Oh, a nigger. You know, essentially a nigger going ahead and gunning down a pig. Black Lives Matter. So yesterday they said they had 11 in 11 days of gun downs. Now, is that a conspiracy? I don't think so. It's just simply niggers and wiggers and the rest of the retards being retards. Now, if you want to say it's a conspiracy, that's fine. Believe what you want. Really, you ought to believe. You really ought to believe whatever shit is bad against Zog. Because, well, you should hate Zog. And you should be willing to believe that Zog is... You know, leaving chemtrails or poisoning pigeons in the park or pissing 
you know, and your Perrier water or whatever here. Really, really for our practical purposes, it's fun. It's fun to, you know, have a bullshit panic over nothing. And, you know, folks, I have in my time, I have taken conspiracy theories and I've sort of added to them whenever I feel I can get away with it. Folks, it's fun to say shit against Fog. It's fun to say shit against a tard like Billy Roper or a whore like April Gady here. I got to laugh here. You know, I mean, here's old Billy Roper, here's April Gady, and I mean, do they really think? Do they really think? <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and forgive and forget. <laughs> That's sort of laughable here. Plus, I don't forgive. You know, I, you know, I very, I won't say I don't forgive. Occasionally, I do. You know, occasionally I do. Like, you know, time in March 2009, I made peace with Harold Covington. And folks, when you are engaged with someone who has as much. As much of an alpha male or as much of a man who's going to cause mischief as you are, sometimes it just it just makes the sense to make peace here. And in order to make peace, you've got to well, you don't need to forget, but you need to forgive. In the case of Harold Covington, I don't you know, in fact I'm fairly close to a couple of people in Harold Covington's organization. I make quite clear I'm not going to go to the Great Northwest, but guess what? It is quite possible to make peace with someone, but the best way to make peace is don't get on his forum, don't get on his blogs, and fight with his retarded followers. I am able to make peace with Harold Covington and keep that peace by not getting on his blog and fight moves retard followers, especially this idiot piece of shit called Steve Elder, a.k.a. Commandor McFag. Total fucking retard, total mile, total part, part Jew boy, bleeding out the ass, ass clown. Hey, if you're going to have peace, you've got to be kind to tards. Especially if tards belong to the character you're making peace with. Gotta have peace. Gotta have peace. If you want peace, you need to well be peaceful. All right. How many times did you give Chase Lawrence a break? Uh you know, you had Tennis Flag, he was bitching. He was bitching about me giving you know, giving poor old James Lawrence, aka Bruce six six nine three three. You know, for do the sixty nine, come, 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 come. A break here. And I says I gave I gave Bruce a break twice. But Martin, he's not a May pop, he's a little pop. I said, I know that. You know, you said he's a Jew boy. Yeah, I mean he was like that Jew boy. <laughs> What's hilarious is that Margina 
Linder Miller Meerkat caught him saying shit about uh, Rabbi Linder being anti-CI over at uh, over at the Daily Spermer, and essentially James Wars has been banned for life. I mean, you know, look, folks, you real tards like over gender bender. Over gender bender doesn't give a break to James Wars. You know, all he wants here. <laughs> you're real you're real evil tards here. They they're able to go ahead and detect another evil tard better than I am. You try you go ahead and you try to make do with what you got. Maybe I'll make peace with Billy Wolf. I'm not gonna make peace with that, that whore, April Gaby. But she's an evil whore. Always been an evil whore. Well, yeah, I don't think think Billy's going to want to make peace with me or not here. I mean, essentially, Billy's a pussy. And really, do I mind him being a pussy? No, I don't mind him being a pussy. I mind him being a stupid pussy. If someone someone, who's a retard annoys you, what you do is you chew ass on for a while, then you back off and you... You see, whether the retard is going to learn something from it, most of the time they don't. In the case of James Warren, he's not able to learn anything here at all. He will get to where he mistakes forgiveness for weakness. Okay? (laughs) Okay. So... Yeah, I forgive him. No, I bet yes, 21 is Tatter's flag. I forgave that screwed up little schizoid Jew boy, James Lawrence, twice, okay? And you can chew on my ass. You can personally chew on my ass if I forgive James Lawrence for a third time, all right? You can personally just put it in the bank. All you number is this is essentially an oath before them bus retards. You can personally chew on my stupid ass if I cut old Bruce for another break. All right? Now, folks, uh, occasionally I will let. You know, folks, I'm not scared of people calling in. If someone wants to call in, and make a retard of themselves, that's fine by me. I like tart. You know, but you know, hey, if I if I forgive James Lawrence here or Bruce Burr or whatever here, the fucked up little skin on you boy, a third time, y'all can chew on my ass, okay? Alright? How do you ban something for life? Hell if I know. Uh, Marty Chomo was supposed to be banned, but, you know, the, the critters snuck on, and I just got too lazy to ban this stupid ass, okay? <laughs> folks, folks, the, the, the ball moment, if you're going to ban stupid people for life, I mean, shoot, you might as well just simply nuke them all here and essentially have five people fat here out of what, 50? 
you know, I mean, trolls as, you know, trolls and ass clowns. I mean, <laughs> that's what the bowel movement is made out of, is trolls and ass clowns. The question of it is, is whether they have money that they want to give to you. I mean, <laughs> you know, oh, the lurch, you know, oh, oh, God black here, why the beginning of the end for Clark Downey was when she banned somebody giving Don Black $8,000. That was a sin. Because Don Black will, you know, hope to get another 8000 And you can't hope to get another 8000 as long as you have Clark Downey, he's not banned. I don't know if Clint Downey's band, but old, uh, oh, hell, uh, old, uh, what, Don Black went ahead and banned uh, Meerkat Mark Clowney two years ago. Now they're just sitting over on, uh, they're just sitting over on, uh, oh, where the hell is it? And then have a wigger tard revolution? Well, okay. All right, that's fine. I mean, shoot. Believe what you want. Maybe maybe we should, you know, I mean, it's sort of like having a Dalmatian plantation. Let's see what's going on over on Finkelsheenies. Book reviews. Christian I Danny Directions here. Good Lord, here's some Mongol who's going to tell Christian I Danny Directions. Christian Humility by Rabbi Fink. Yes, he has lots of that shit here. Plenty to go around here. Adam versus Kennewick Man. He knows all about that too here. Polygamy, right or wrong? Well, okay. Uh, I bet old Catherine, the Hoigress, is going to say wrong. Let's see, April 20th, July 10th, September 6th. Excuse me, tired. Look here, book review, September 8th, September 7th, this latest banter, September 9th. Wow. Is there any such thing as white Syrians? Probably not. Okay, I'll see anything over Finkelsheenies. Inferior Tard Corral. Well, yes, here. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, they, you know, they, under the nigger, I mean, you just look at him. I don't know if he has blue eyes. You know, he says he has blue eyes. I haven't seen blue eyes with Andre the nigger. I see Photoshop with old uh, Sword Mamser, aka Brian Real. 
But he didn't have he didn't have blue eyes. These were just simply Photoshop blue eyes. You know, you, you know, what you do is that you look at the Talmud vision, you see more and more and more freaking Mongols running around. That's what you see. You know, me, I, you know, I don't, I don't worry where people think, you know, think I'm white or not. I mean, I got plenty of white skin. But hey, I let people decide whatever the hell they want to. I mean, I think Billy Roper is white. I think April Gady is white. They just don't have very much in the way of character. I think Don Black and the Duck, they're white. They just don't have very much of character. I think Rick the Dick. I think Mo Gullet is white. Again, no character. The white character they do have is bad character. There are a lot of wigger pieces of shit running around. The rest of it is sort of like Mongols here. I was talking to this nigger, you know, from uh, West Africa, from Sierra Leone. I said he got a ticket for going 40 in a 30-mile zone here, and I told him, hey, you know, if it's at Ramey's, tell me you went out on the... You know, on the eastern end here to where you can't see the, you know, the new stop sign saying 30 miles an hour because they put it, they put it right where Rabbit Track Road starts here. They moved it up from Hillcrest, you know, where, which also goes by the seminary, but they moved it from Rabbit Track Road across from Rangs. Just tell them, there's a, hey, you got off on Rabbit Track Road instead of Hillcrest. You know, you didn't see the new signs. Well, yeah, I'm not going to say that. I'm, you know, I'm not going to say that. I was not going 40 mile an hour. This cop lied. He wouldn't show me. You know, he wouldn't show me the sign. He essentially lied. So here, here's this West African nigga, and I believe he was telling the truth. You know, I point out is that when you go in front of the grand municipal judge, just simply make the point is that you are a genuine West African and not an American Negro. Let me call me Negro. Just say you're a genuine African Negro. Because, you know, I mean, he was a sort of a blue-black Negro. He was a blue-gum Negro. You know what I mean? No, he, he was a blue-gum. You know, he had some sort of Gabriel Sisidu or Sisisu or whatever here. You know what I mean? You know, he was a blue gum nigger. You know, he, he hung around. He got into Mormon missionaries. He showed up because he wanted to see a real racist here. So the the local Mormons just had to show him to. Usually the Mormons no longer come to my door. I really I really discussed Mormon with the, Mormonism with them here and just freaked them out. So pretty well the local Mormon says, don't go. Don't go the hovel of that He's not really a Jack Mormon. He never was a Mormon, but he's read this. You know, he read these Mormon books. Don't go to his house because he'll fill your head with anti-Mormon propaganda from the Book of Mormon or whatever. Here, I mean, I remember pissed off one of them. I mean, he believed in essentially sort of like Dewey Tucker does reincarnation shit. And I said, what the hell good is that? This reincarnation stuff here, where you have a cadaver 
you know, you are actually a godlike Elohim, essentially you have a cadaver on this earth here, which is walking, talking, excreting, doing whatever here. What does that? Really pissed off this young Mormon missionary because he hadn't really studied what he's supposed to believe here. You know, the other, you know, what, you know, earlier this earlier this year, had you know, first time I've seen two she missionaries, you know, young women here, especially here from Idaho or Utah or Colorado or something here. You know, they're nice people, but, you know, pretty well, usually the Mormons, the young Mormon missionaries have been told not to come to my door. Don't go to the hovel and bother, you know, this half-bearded maniac because he's a maniac. He's not dangerous other than he doesn't believe our happy horse shit. But, you know, he'll try to go ahead and talk you out of believing our happy horse shit. I don't think they said it like that, but hey. So anyway, you know, he was curious as to what a real live racist looks like. And by the way, was it Topeka here? Better than, better than, you know, there are about 300-some niggers there. I think 200 of them were just curious to see what real white supremacists look like. Okay? <laughs> By uniting all races? <laughs> you're a Yahweh cabbage. I'm a cadaver, you're a Yahweh cabbage. Guess who has been listening to me here? <laughs> He's someone who understands CI dentistry. Guess number twelve is. I don't think it's Yahweh. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's Johnny Tonto though. Here, you know, Bruce. Bruce uh, Gorman called me and why don't you why don't you call in to Dewey's? I said, I, you know, I haven't been at Dewey's for dang near two months. Had a bit of an argument about. First John chapter three, and I, you know, I said, "What you know? Look, Dewey, you know, I like Dewey, I really do, but I just don't believe in. I don't believe in reincarnation, and I don't believe in no free will. And that's what I was trying to tell Bruce Corm. He called me, you know, on the landline. You know, I mean, he had gotten me up here, and I was tired, so I told him to call back a half hour, and so I, said, I got. You know, I got up and I was fixing dinner for, you know, food for Roxy here. And so I talked to him for a while and I said, look, I haven't been back to Dewey's for about close to two months now because I had a bit of an argument with Dewey. And as I look at it, I, you know, I love trolling Rabbi Fix. You know, I occasionally troll Eliars. I love trolling that idiot Dan Johns. But, you know, I don't go over to Dewey's to troll him here. And as I look at it here, why? Because I like Dewey. I just don't agree with him. And there ain't no way I can agree with him because, hey, I, you know, I take Dewey, what Dewey says, and if you listen, if you believe what Dewey believes, that you don't have any free will, then what the fuck is the, you know, what the, fuck is the point of having a Bible study? Yahweh, Yahweh, you know, essentially has everything under control, so hey, there's no free will, so hey, any time you try to exercise any free will, why, you're working against Yahweh's will. And I used to call it being a robot, I used to call it being a lab rat, now I call it being a Yahweh cabbage. 
way back when you were Elohim here, and before you were Yahweh Cabbage, you helped Yahweh make a raised bed garden, and now, now you have to go through, you know, this veil of tears, and essentially you're, you know, you don't have any free will, so you're a Yahweh Cabbage. Yahweh he takes a spark out of himself here, you know, he pitches off a loaf, or he takes a better spark of himself here, and you're a little Yahweh seedling. And what happens is that you go through your first resurrection here, and, you know, the big old head of cabbage here is cut off. It leaves a root. It leaves a root here, and it leaves a few leaves here. And then Yahweh takes his pocket knife here, and he, you know, he, I don't know if they ever raised cabbage here. But what happens is that usually the head will form in about, oh, a month or two. And what you do is you remove the first head, and then once you move the first head, you, you carve you carve it into uh, you carve it into uh, you know quarter sections here, so that the sprouts will go ahead. Hopefully, you'll have four sprouts from that one stalk, and they'll form. They won't form one big head. They'll form four smaller little heads. They're like a overgrown Brussels sprouts here. And then what happens is that you know the cabbage will grow. The cabbage will grow, and it will survive a soft frost. It won't survive a hard frost. You know what I mean? But the cabbage are cold, well, you know, sort of like Brussels sprouts, sort of like, uh, I don't know about rutabagas. You know, radishes, onions, they'll survive, garlic, they'll survive a soft frost here, about 32 degrees. They'll survive until about 20 degrees. So essentially what you're trying to do is you're trying to get from the Yahweh cabbage, you're trying to go ahead, well, not Yahweh cabbage, from cabbage, you're trying to go ahead and, your second one, now I compare it to being a Yahweh cabbage. You know, your root is growing here because it's Yahweh here, but you're a Yahweh cabbage. And you're accumulating little heads of growth, and Yahweh goes ahead, he cuts off the first head, and then he goes ahead and quarters it there. So you have a little Brussels sprout, Yahweh. You'll be a Brussels sprout, Yahweh cabbage here. And it says, hey, I don't believe I'm a Yahweh cabbage. But I'm not going to call Dewey and fight with it for people who get something out of it. You know, like Papa Cat here. I don't know, maybe, I don't know why he's spying on Dewey here. Dewey doesn't believe there's a great tribulation coming aboard here. You know, I mean, if you're a Zogbot, you know, you know Papa Cat, I mean, you're wasting time here. But maybe, maybe Dewey likes weather reports for you know, Western North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> here. <laughs> So, okay, well, 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 <laughs> this show was again, uh, Marty Trouble back, yeah, yes, Marty Trouble, uh, it's time for, I don't, since I don't believe in Yahweh cabbages here, I don't believe Yahweh, you know, you know Satan cabbages either, you know what I mean? You know, I, you're, you're not going to be reincarnated, so you need to log off, Marty Trouble. You know, we're gonna have we're gonna have a we're gonna have a uh, Marty Chomo abortion here. You know, he's he he's uh, he's uh, he's dog cabbage here. Have you heard skunk cabbage here? They're actually mallard leaves here. You know, it's called skunk cabbage. Yeah, I will, I will. But since I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna go ahead and give him some time to log off. So, you know, his you know his Marty Chomo bullshit will not be will be able to be looked at here. Yo, ten, nine, Marty Shelby, you better log off. Eight, seven, <laughs> six, five, 
Bar. <laughs> but you want that? Your time is up. <laughs> oh heck, damn! Yeah, do I even have a connection here? Oh, I am. I'm trying. I'm trying to ban you, Marty Chubbo here, or block you here. You know, but you know, maybe you have too strong of a Satan taproot here. Yes. <laughs> Well, here, you know, well, you know, fair is fair. Twenty two is called me names too here. Let's see. Marty raped his grandson, convicted child molester. Well, guess what? One of the one of the Satan one of the Satan abortions <laughs> took place with no with absolutely no prior notice here. Hell, I my little bit's be an asshole. How's that? Okay? <laughs> Oh, Eric Goddess, there's another, there's another dodgy character, but in any case, <laughs> did I miss the rapture? No, you missed, you missed uh, two little, you you missed two little dog cabbages here. You know, their little dog cabbage taproot is still in the round, but uh, essentially they've been captured here. You know what I mean? Uh, or it may be not here. They were certainly knocked over the head by me here. How's that? So did you miss the crap shirt? Yeah. Uh, Marty Chomo and guest number 22, who was a total card, probably bigger than bigger card than Marty Chomo. They got they got a collar abortion. <laughs> oh, here he is. Oh, yep, Arian got us here. Why, she, you know, uh, essentially another another sock possum here. Uh, heck, I'm just being an asshole tonight, ain't I? Ain't I just being an a-hole? Fuck <laughs> off, imposter. Yes, uh, you know, that's right here. Uh, should I go ahead and unmute guest number 27? Doubtless a tard. Doubtless a dim buster tard. Oh hell, why not here? I like well, yeah, I like tards. <laughs> okay. What the hell? I might as well just pot some tards. Alright, alright, line up tards. Line up in an order line up in an orderly fashion here. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna pull a Brian Real. I'm gonna pull a Dan Johns. I'm gonna go ahead and pull a Rabbi Fink. I'm gonna pull a liar here. I'm gonna go ahead and see how many fucking cards I can ban or block. All right. What's the status with your lawsuits? Uh, Brian Real one. I went ahead and filed a counter notice to essentially tell the judge. Tell the judge. That uh, hey Brian Rio he does not have he does not have jurisdiction because he violated the MCA but on my countersuit I have jurisdiction uh, probably I need to go ahead and ask for a 10.75 million lawsuit against Brian Rio's father and Brian Rio for default for not answering for not answering my uh, you know my uh, mail out of May first okay okay. 
Mom, mams are false. Yeah, might as well here. So that's what's up with my lawsuits here. I went down to talk to uh, the municipal judge uh, about my lawsuits against the city of Granby, if need be. But I'm not in a big hurry. Uh, I I went ahead, went ahead and found out that these idiots were causing trouble for the East Newton, for the East Newton, uh, East Newton Fire District, and then they found out that due to their stupid shit. There was absolutely no volunteer fire department people left from the East Newton Fire District. Essentially, you know, what fewer left is from Granby. Now, I, I you know, the latest joke is is that the retards, you know, who want to turn Granby into Flintville, the retards have succeeded. Now they have turned, they, they want to go ahead and turn Granby into Neosho. What they're going to end up doing is turning into Newtonia, you know, in Eastern County. Newtonia was the very first, was the very first, was the very first, oh, town in Newton County. It was named after a revolutionary soldier, not Sir Isaac Newton. It was named after one of the soldiers, you know, you know, John Newton or something like that. But it wasn't Olivia Newton John slave owning great uh, great 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 granddaddy or whatever it is. It was some Revolutionary War soldier here. The very first town in Newton County was called Newtonia, N E W T O N I A. As a Newtown Onia. It has a population of 123. By the way, it's sort of famous because there were two Civil War battles fought in Newtonia. And it was mentioned uh, they're playing the Civil War, the 25-year the twenty-five anniversary of uh, the Civil War. I sort of like it because 25 years ago, uh, I was driving across Interstate State Navy in Nebraska, and all of a sudden, a uh, essentially a uh, you know a recap tire went pop here, folks. You're more likely to have a tire blow out on you when it's hot. And by the way, a new tire is more likely to blow out on you because it gets overheated because there's too much tread here. These here little uh, racing slicks here, they don't have. But you know, whenever you go in there, they call it an alligator, especially if it's a big tire. You see a bunch of tread, they call it an alligator. So I remember uh, when the Civil War first showed up in 1989, I was driving across Nebraska on Interstate 80. Had a load of uh, toys here. They decided not to uh, do it. And by the way, by the way, that was the time when I got a little bit over nine miles a gallon going from west, going from west to east because then you have the wind blowing you. So like a sail, you know, I had essentially only, you know, I mean, it wasn't low here, but essentially it was just a little bit above the dipstick, and I was going downhill. I mean, what I did downhill was I just simply put in Georgia Overdrive here, and I didn't have to worry about burning the brakes because I only had a load of 15,000 here. That was the load where I got 
nine and a half miles on a big truck per gallon. I mean, you know, that was that was unheard of. Well, because usually most of them here, why they only got about four miles a gallon. I actually got actually got the highest fuel bonus of anybody in there. But anyway, I remember 25 years ago I was driving across the Interstate 80 in Nebraska. So Jutonia, right? So okay, you said the case was going to be dismissed on August 27th. Uh, no, what I said is that uh, Brian Rio went ahead and whined like a pussy. He was supposed to be dismissed in July 27, but Brian Rio could show that he had jurisdiction. Instead, he whined that he, you know, he was going to get a lawyer. He was going to get this uh, Texas Jew faggot from Dallas. And the Texas Jew faggot, I forget the guy's name. Some, uh, one of you, uh, one of you listeners, you know, I think it was, uh, it might have been Buck McHugh or somebody else, sent me, sent me that, uh, sent me an email which, you know, destroyed itself in 30 seconds. And I went ahead and cut and pasted it, but essentially I didn't get the real name. There's some, there's some place which, you know, usually have about, oh, two minutes to read it. And it was some sort of Jew faggot lawyer from uh, Dallas, Texas, little nigger lips confirmed on the February 13th, uh, conference called the judge that, you know, he was having somebody who hated my racism and thought I needed to be stopped. Well, the Jew faggot decided it was a shit. Nigger lips don't have a, you know, nigger lips don't have a chance in hell. So that's what he's looking for, see if the Jew boy faggot from Dallas, Texas uh, was going to go ahead. Essentially, the Jew boy faggot says, shit, no! I could get sued. Lindsay could go ahead and counter-sue me for knowingly you know, assisting you in violating the civil rights and taking his web pages down. So I went ahead and sent, I mean, Brian Real went and sent uh, some bullshit on the, what, 24th? It was on a Monday. And so I went and sent, I went ahead and sent uh, the next Monday, and it got there Tuesday, on September 1st, I went ahead and said, hey, look, uh, Brian, you know, I have I have DMCA jurisdiction because it's against the Digital Millennium Copyright Act to make a false takedown notice, and that's all Brian Reel's been doing. It. That and his, you know, criminal buddies, Frank and Eli James. So I have Digital Millennium Copyright jurisdiction. So hey, you know, my countersuit should continue. Brian Reel should be dismissed. He ought to be made to pay four hundred dollars for the docket fee, and what? Six hundred and forty-five dollars and some odd cents for you know that Halloween uh, you know uh, service by the U.S. Marshals. I mean, he had them convinced I was a good buddy of Trader Glenn Miller's. And they were they were in they were in ballistic armor. They didn't have the helmets, but they were in full. Other than that, they were full ballistic you know armor, and they had their damn hands on their Glocks here as if I was going to come out and kill them all or something. Instead, I heard some yapping here, and I come out in my short pants, no shirt, and I look at him, I put my hands up and says, hey, Bill, where's the Marines? <laughs> I, I have an inappropriate sense of humor. Where's the Marines to serve it to? And it says, hey, is this, is this 
I'm a little faggot who lives around Cleveland, you know, some nigger lip faggot from Cleveland here who's wanting to serve this bullshit. I'll try to see what that. Oh, no, maybe you ought to. Anyway, they charge 640 some dollars and some odd cents. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? Is that old nigger lips ought to be made to pay about $1,000 here for coming up with this bogus lawsuit. Okay? Lucky they didn't shoot the poopy dog? Well, the thing about it is, is he weighs 20 pounds and he thinks he's a fucking Rhodesian Ridgeback here. I'll, I'll take him on his chain and do a YouTube video. And there's what? There's a, some six year old and five year old on the porch here, somebody's grandkids. And I tell Poopy Dog, I say, You ought to you know, yapping people. You ought to yapping people in their own damn yard here. You know what I mean? This is not your yard, little bastard. So he wanted to go ahead and hoist tail and pitch off a rope. I went ahead and pulled him over to Oxford Nephew Skeeter. And he shit right next to them, you know, stop size here. One of these days, I take a picture of old Poopy Dog lifting up his tail. Hoisting up tail and pinching off a loaf right next to the uh, stop sign here. I think Poopy Dog has the makings of a Supreme Court justice. If I can teach him to shit on paper, why? Morty is Morty is an inbred tart. Morty's nice digger cock. This is not very nice here. It was like Morty Chomo and guest number 22 decided to come back in as, as tards here and hopefully they'll fight each other here. You know what I mean? Uh, Morty is a loser. People like Morty are the reason America sucks. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. You know, so, hey. No, I, I'm trying to go ahead and get, you know, old nigger let's pay $400 for the docket fee for his bogus lawsuit. The judge is saying, hey, look, uh, I don't see how you got a case, Brian Leo. And he doesn't. His case is bogus. My case is good because guess what? The Digital Millennium Copyright Act says is that, you know, the subsection F says, hey, you're not supposed to file bogus takedown notices. So, hey, I'm saying is that let, let the suit continue. I'll pay the $400 filing fee. Essentially, now I'm the plaintiff. I'm not the defendant. Brian Rio and his co-conspirators are no longer counter-defendants. They are the they are the defendants. Brian Rio is the defendant. His, you know, uh, Bill Fink, Eli James. You know, you know, you know, Brian or Anthony D. Rio. You know, Brian Rio's father. They're now the defendants. I'm the plaintiff, and so is the Church of Jesus Christ Christian Aaron Nation of Missouri. All right? Oh, well. There are no people like Martin. Don't you pay attention? No, they don't here. T Dog and this or not all. Uh, the Pitcher Possum. You know, the Pitcher Possum. I really. I've never been able to really be perpetually math the Pitcher Possum. Yes, he's a little subpartic, Mullingen. Part two boy, you know, altogether Pentecostal tard. But the thought of the pisser possum being injected here and, you know, uh, preaching Pentecostalism when it isn't, you know, either smoking nigger weed or meth, 
and drinking the bong water, you know, from either nigger weed or meth here, running around with a with a whore wife here. He keeps on running off here to, uh, you know, her mother in, uh, in South Bend, Washington. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's sort, of, it's sort of as difficult to be pissed off at the pisser possum as it is for the road runner to be mad at Wiley e. Coyote. Does that make sense? Does that? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and unmute guest number 30. Uh, I mean, hell. You know, the great card holocaust here, you know, uh, you know, came and went 10 minutes ago. The tarred holocaust that came and went was around, oh, 1 o'clock here. You know, probably Roxy's asleep. Uh, you know, I'll go ahead and, uh, by the way, uh, pretty soon it's going to be apple season, but you get apples for 77 cents a pound of the dollar apples. And Roxy only got one of them, you know, pulpy, red delicious here. I'm going to go ahead and cut her some brand-new, fresh gala apples, okay? Any case here, what to say? Uh, I think it's about time to probably call it at night because the show's been going on for about, what, three hours? Three hours, I think, is enough. So, okay, Mac, are already out? Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, by the way, by the way, uh, it's the northern apples, the northern apples like the Michigan ones, and maybe the Washington apples already out here. Okay? Alrighty. So, let's see. (laughs) In any case here, uh, by the way, the walnut trees, uh, last year, they were productive. This year, they're not really worth a shit. Not really just worth a shit. In any case, I think I'm going to go ahead and call in tonight. I don't think anybody's going to call in. So I'm going to go ahead and call in tonight. You know, I want to bitch about, well, essentially the, the trainer Glenn Miller. I mean, essentially, the ones who got money from the order are pretty well gone. Now, you have some of the old cards here, like the Duck and, you know, Lurch Black here and, you know, Harold Covington. But that, you don't really have hardly anything, really. It's pretty well over and done with. Someone went ahead and sent me, I think Unix sent me a copy of old Don Black, Wine Like a Pussy, about Hill Covington. A lot of it is just simply a love of money. The second of it is Hill Covington does name Don Black and the Duke pretty accurately. And by the way, what old Don Black said, I mean, you know, I got I got Hoyer's will. You know, I, I got Hoyer School to show his actual court papers. They were pretty pathetic. Essentially, Hoyer School tried collecting it here, but, you know, he didn't really have the wish to do so because if Harold had just simply, Harold Cumpton just simply said, hey, this is a bullshit case, 
this is essentially, you know, this judge who exceeds his jurisdiction, violating my civil rights. I mean, essentially what moved down to is, uh, well, hell, Oh, we're just going to pull a nigger lips blind wheel on Harold. And Harold ran off. If he was fat and flawed at you, it really wasn't a mind thing. Because essentially what it was is it wasn't over Harold Covington saying Wiggerswill was John Doe number three. It was all about some stupid shit over, in, over a mail list here. Harold Covington claimed that Pierce or somebody stole a old-fashioned mailing list. And that's what you need. That's what you need in the old days here. You need a mailing list so you could beg for money. And the mailing list, which was worth the most here, was old Ed Field's uh, Truth at Last. And Wesley Swift's uh, Christian Denny stuff. Not so much because that was essentially Christian Denny stuff. But essentially, these mailing lists used to be worth money. And David Duck went ahead and sold, what, the one to the Louisiana clan? Everybody wanted to be his ass? Or, you know, I mean, when my dad was in jail, was in prison at Fort Worth here, he looked at a handsome-looking man, his son, who looked real nice here, and he says, that's a former lieutenant governor of Louisiana. I said, oh? He said, does he talk to you much? He said, oh, he tries to suck up to me, but I call him a scum-sucking politician here, and he he leaves me be. You know what I mean? So there was a lieutenant governor. Well, I went to visit my dad in 1984 at the Fort Worth. Uh, essentially, it was a MIM security prison here. My dad had gotten mad and threatened to shoot a South Dakota State Supreme Court judge. He was stupid enough to call the FBI. Folks, if you're going to go ahead and shoot somebody, just shoot their ass. Don't threaten them. Just shoot their ass. And chances are, if you're sneaky about it and you don't let your mouth off, you can go ahead and really, if you're really smart here, if you want to shoot a judge or a lawyer or a Jew or whatever, Take the fucking wallet. Take the fucking wallet, and then essentially they'll think it was a nigger that did it. You know what I mean? They'll think it was a nigger that shot, you know, the judge or the lawyer or the politician or whatever, you know, or the pig, you know, but not in uniform here. I mean, you'll get in trouble if you shoot a pig, really. You know what I mean? But if you want to really, you don't threaten these cocksuckers. If you're going to shoot them, just shoot them. And then if you have plenty of time, Take their wallet. Take their wallet, and then they think that a nigger did it, okay? I mean, this is just this is just simply common sense. Don't do like my old man did. Call the FBI, talk about how you're going to get, you know, shoot some cocksucking lawyer who's now on the South Dakota State Supreme Court you know, bench because essentially he went ahead and aided old that, you know, that bitch Jenny and stealing. You know, killing her husband, you know, killing my grandfather and essentially disinheriting us here. You know, threatening anybody. You, you might as well, if you're going to threaten somebody, just shoot their ass. And usually it's just smarter. Don't threaten them. Just shoot their ass. And if you can, take the fucking wallet. And then they'll think a nigger did it. Okay? <laughs>
I mean, I wouldn't mind a nigger hanging for you know me shooting a, a judge or a lawyer. <laughs> or you? I mean, I mean, them niggers are always up to doing something here. You know what I mean? So in case here, did you get a movie, Marty Chomo? Well, no. I mean, <laughs> but then again, I mean, Corn Cop didn't have to didn't have to suck Nick on the casting couch. He always he already was a Jew boy here. Maybe maybe April Gady went ahead and gave him some April Gady pussy here, and you know, <laughs> that's how she gets. That's how she. Yeah, I mean, for her, it's not no great uh, loss here to suck dick in order to be on the cast, you know, be on the cast here. So anyway, <laughs> well, that 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 that's how to you know, don't threaten anybody. You get in trouble. I mean, you know, shit. I used to be embarrassed. My dad called. Why he call this? What dad? Why he call this guy for? He's on the FBI. This isn't going to end well. I wish you wouldn't do it. So then I, you know, joined the army, and he, I think my brother went and snitched him out here. It was the one who snitched him out. I think my brother snitched him out. My brother is a lot like, you know, Jenny here. I mean, I'm all of us here, and, you know, he killed mom or something like that. That's the one thing I told the missing judge here. And we were talking about Selby and Perigo and that faggot Judge Stremmel here, and essentially everybody knows that Stremmel's a faggot, and Selby's a lawless crook, and Perigo's a pussy. You know what I mean? I'm not going to threaten to shoot any of these bastards. But like I said before here, you know, I learned I learned from my dad getting in trouble. And, you know, shit, he could have stayed out of prison here if he wouldn't have gone back up South Carolina. I think my mother snitched him out on that. You don't threaten anybody. You're better off if you're going to shoot them, just shoot them. That's why I'm not worried about Rabbi Fink or... You know, nigger lips from Brian Rio or Johnny Tonto. They like threatening here. Somebody threatens you is the last person, you know, you, you really, you're safest from somebody who threatens you. The one you're not safe from is somebody who's had enough of your shit besides he's going to go fucking plug you here. You know what I mean? Good thing I stay at home a lot here. Poopy dog will notice you. And by the way, Tonto or Finkelstein or nigger lips, uh, just remember, I have three electric drills, and I have four batteries, and at least three of them are always charged up, especially the one which has a quarter-inch drill on it here. So you come to my house causing trouble, well, (laughs) you deserve whatever you get here. You know what I mean? Especially from the the, uh, Black & Decker, which has a quarter-inch drill, okay? You know, with a fully charged up, you know, battery. You know, I, I can go ahead and quite put a few hole, quite a few holes in your kneecap and come over show cause trouble. But no, I mean, you know, seriously, you know, this, this is just simply common sense here. Don't threaten anybody. If you're going to shoot somebody, shoot them. And maybe you play of time, take their wallet. And a lot of times I'll play cash in it here. You know what I mean? You know, uh, essentially keep the cash, but... You know, wipe off the wall, throw it in a, you know, throw it in a lake or someplace like that here. Throw a lake or someplace like that, and they'll think that a nigger stole it, okay? <laughs> so anyway, folks. Okay, well, that's nice here. Kneecaps here. 
Well, that's nice. Anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm going to go ahead and say, Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless ye who be of Yahweh. I want I want to bitch about, you know, essentially, it really is an end of an era here. Trader Glenn Miller, you know, the drunken Lumbee Melungeon, you know, essentially he's, you know, he's going to die in prison. Now, I think he's going to be dead before November. You know, the little show trial and everything's over. You know, they had their little play. They had their little pretense here. And I think the prosecutor and judge was in on it. Letting Trader Glenn Miller, you know, I'm a lot of brothers. I hate Jews. I went there to kill Jews. No, you didn't. You went there to kill Jews, you go up to Kirksville. But I want to go ahead and chew ass on April Gate, that whore, April Gate that ungrateful whore, April Gate and essentially, this little bowel movement factotum, Billy Roper, who essentially is going downhill from the $400,000 phone book cure that, you know, that Catch a Lane called him, went down to, hey, went down to where, you know, he is following the Oral Roberts of CI Destry, a.k.a. Tom Robb. Uh, you know, well, then Rich Spring, the federal informant. Then the, you know, then the, uh, the Oral Roberts, the CI Dale Street, Tom Robb, and now the skank. You know, the ungrateful, idiot, horse skank, April Gaby, who essentially doesn't like anybody who is smarter than her, has more, and essentially she's be- he's become a meerkat here. And folks, I don't think that Prussian blue is going to come back. And essentially, there's only one. There's only one, you know, daughter. I think, you know, I mean, I see her on Facebook here. She went ahead, and here she is begging Billy Roper to disown me. And then she wants to be be my, be my quote friend. So I go ahead and friend her. This bitch, I think, unfriends me. I mean, she's a sneaky bitch. She is one sneaky whore. But guess what here? You think, you think you have gotten some shit from me? I mean, you call me a child molester. I can say whatever I want about you. But unlike April Gady, whatever I have to say about that whore is going to be the truth. I got another couple parody songs for that bitch. They're going to be vulgar. As far as Billy Roper's concerned, I mean, shit, you don't, you don't have enough sense. You don't absorb Christian identity through your dick. What you do is Yahweh brings you to it, and you learn and you, you absorb it through your mind using your eyes and your ears. Not your mouth, your eyes and your ears. And that's how you learn Chris on day. You don't absorb it from your CI girlfriend here through your dick. Sure as hell don't absorb it from April Gaby's pussy. The swastika honey sage pussy. The swastika honey uh, smoke pussy. The swastika honey she sells 
people gave swastika, honey, you know, various flavors here. Yeah, I used to have all sorts of flavors of April Gay Swastika Pussy, honey. I don't have any respect for April Gay Day. I don't have any respect for those who want to be, who choose to be the meerkats, be they mongrels or whittling tards like Billy Roper. And Billy, if, you, you know, if you're going to go ahead and you want to be somebody in the movement, you need to show loyalty, especially April Gay Day is a disloyal whore. I mean, I'm still, I'm still pissed off here. Even though I didn't really like you know, Edgar Steele that much here, Edgar Steele went ahead and saved her two kids from being taken out by the Icelandic, uh, you know, uh, you know, sickle. You know, I mean, April, you know, I mean, Edgar Steele wasn't much of a lawyer, but he went ahead and drove him off here, and you don't have any, you know, you don't have, you know, I mean, it's one thing with Don Polly to yap this shit here, because Don Polly doesn't know April, you know, Edgar Steele anything. But if you go ahead and somebody does a favor for you, you're obligated. You're obligated, even if they're wrong, to defend them. That's what gets me. You know, Edgar still didn't really do anything for me. I called him the Wigger Emperor. But hey, just like I was trying to tell Jim Giles, I don't care if he's guilty or not. If he's on our side, you get to go ahead and collect all the heads and testicles and tell who you fucking want to. Whoever's on your side gets to do whatever the hell he wants to, to you know, to his regime criminal enemies. And anybody who doesn't kiss his ass hard enough here. It's a matter of sides. There are no innocents. It's a matter of sides. And even if you don't like them here, if they're on your side, you know, hey, you can fight with them. But you don't, you don't side with Zog against them. And if you side with somebody who doesn't have a bit of fucking loyalty, I mean, hell, I went ahead and reviewed Billy Roper's books. I went ahead and saved him $500, told him to get on Kindle. So he wrote a whole bunch of books, and I'll grant you that those books are good, but guess what? So are Pat Buchanan. And guess what? That lying cocksucker denounced me for fucking racism. And then a week or so late, a week and a half later, went ahead and showed a Looney Tune she-coon was running primate. And now he's back to writing books and all these freaking retards claim to be a white nationalist who's mainly Mongols. Pants are wonderful. No, he's a lying piece. Of, he's a Catholic cock-piece piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. April Gay's a piece of shit. Billy Roper out makes a piece of shit. He's just a fucking retard. Who doesn't understand anything about Christian Day, doesn't understand a damn thing about loyalty, and doesn't understand a damn thing about leadership. 
Nothing at all. Certainly doesn't understand anything about the movement here. You're running around wanting to follow a known or suspected federal informant like Rick Spring? Impose him upon us as Butler's successor? I don't think so. Well, you know, I mean, it's just sort of like with, you know, uh, James Lawrence or Bruce, How- or Bruce Howard here. You cut them some slack. Knowing they may be made pops here, and you hope for the best, and then guess what? They pop on you. Pop. Then after that here, well, hey, your job is to make sure that nobody else puts any reliance on these people who can't be trusted. Once I get pissed off at you, usually, you know, I mean, I used to have, you know, it's not my fangs. My gums will be in your neck forever. I hope it's worth. I hope it's worthwhile to have April Gady's gums on your pecker. <laughs> you can't my gums in your neck here. All right. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and just, you know, do definitely do call that night. I'm going to go ahead and say hail victory. May Yahweh bless. And good night. White man clad in black are we? Hi-yah-yo-ho. And we'll stamp out drug tyranny. Hi-yah-yo-ho. White man go. We smoke-ho. Our milk to be loose. Let the red cock grow. White men go, Civil War ho, on the courthouse lawns let red blood flow. Adam tell Daddy this man, carry my eyes. Oh, who was then the ruling man, carry my eyes. White men go, revolt ho, on the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho, on the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Oh, white man, there I to the Jews all laid low. I'm juggling next week, stop our boots to stamp out gas flow. White men go, we vote ho, on the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho, on the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Regime is only love is great. I, 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 I,
The love of God our only deep. Hi, hi, ho. White meadow, weevil hoe. On the city roof, let the red cock crow. White meadow, civil war hoe. On the coat of our red, red blood flow. We'll talk for our causes right. Hi, hi, ho. Our sons won't have to go and fight. Hi, hi, ho. White men go, leave ho. On the city roof, let the red cock crow. White men go, Civil War Ho on the courthouse was let red blood blow. It's thundering out. You gonna jump up on my lap, you little black bastard? Yes, he is. He's scared. He's running to daddy. It's thundering outside, and now he's scared. Even though he's dry. <laughs> 